Hello. And we have resumed. Bitches <laughs> the left. Um, the two. I oh, haven't seen that. Um, the left. Fuck yeah! I thought um, just for a little bit, we should talk about certain strategies. Yes. And delve more into that. That's just sort of where I wanted to like finish things off. So strategies. We've already talked um, about exposure therapy and it can work for some people sort of like how it works for phobias. But I think depending on how your OCD repre- presents itself to you and the reasons why you have these intrusive thoughts or like, you know, the reasons surrounding your intrusive thoughts, surrounding your obsessions, surrounding your compulsions, whether that be environmental, whether that be internal, um, knowing all of that can really help determine which strategy is best for you and I guess in if you feel like your intrusive thoughts or compulsions are slightly detached from your anxiety about them then perhaps like exposure therapy might be good for you like it does work for some people that's why they do it yeah. I'm assuming um <laughs> but otherwise a lot of the time if you feel like being exposed to the fact that this is unreasonable. So I guess in those sort of circumstances, if you have trouble discerning whether your intrusive thoughts are reasonable or not, because a lot of because sometimes when you're starting out, you don't know that they're unreasonable. You think that everyone thinks them, right? Yeah. Um, so you think it's a really reasonable thing to think. And you think yeah. everyone goes through this. Um, and I think at that stage, exposure therapy is sort of trying to help you understand that these are unreasonable, that the consequences that you think will happen won't happen, mm-hmm. and that there is no link between how you feel and the actions themselves. So you sort of detach the thoughts from the actions, and that way you can deal with it a little bit better and less debilitatingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're past that and you're in the mentally ill zone, <laughs> far <laughs> into it, um, then something like the experience acceptance and what was it called commitment commitment um therapy might work for you do you want to talk about that yeah so that's what um I do and I found it the most helpful like I've tried um I haven't tried exposure therapy because it scares me but what's the the typical kind of therapy that people use behavior oh like CBT CBT that one I've tried CBT not for me acceptance and commitment um works has worked the best and it's just like accepting that yeah you're gonna have these thoughts yeah they're annoying yeah they're terrible but you need to like commit to having a kind of way to address it and a way to respond so it's like stuff like when um people talk about like the the five senses technique where you just notice something that you can smell something you can see stuff like that to, to respond and I guess that is kind of it's developing a new routine to respond to it. Like you were saying earlier, how you develop like shorter routines and stuff like that. Like this is just trying to, I guess, teaching myself a new routine that doesn't involve me exerting so much emotional and physical drainage. Um, And just, yeah, just taking a minute to be like, yes, I'm having this thought. Yes, I'm going to accept it's there and I'm going to try and do something kinder to myself to address it today. And like sometimes I forget and sometimes I just get so drilled down in 
like the compulsion that I'm used to doing that I just go and do that but like that that's okay that's part of the journey and that's like you don't get mad at yourself for taking little detours and whatnot because that's that's gonna happen yeah um and it really challenges that sort of control aspect as well is sort of going like trying to accept that you don't need control all the time mm. and learning to cope with that and having these strategies that are less debilitating so that mm. you're able to spend more energy I guess sort of reaffirming yourself and reaffirming yeah. that you don't need this much control that it's not necessary yeah. in order to feel safe yeah. and yeah sort of like slowly trying to adjust to a world where your intrusive thoughts aren't quote-unquote as bad yeah or that they aren't as debilitating like they're still going to be there but like you can do something about it in a way that you feel is actually conducive to your physical well-being or mental well-being yeah and mm-hmm. emotional well-being that's I like different yeah yeah and like obviously depending on how it impacts you something that like I do because I've mentioned earlier that I have terrible insomnia and my OCD as well as like anxiety really impacts that and something I started doing um which has so far helped I haven't been doing it for that long but I've started to listen to like sleep stories so like I struggle with like meditating which is what my mum tries to make me do because it's silence and I just think my brain is just on 24 7 um, but, like, sleep stories is just someone talking and I just zone in on their voice and it, like, helps helps me tune out my own thoughts because I'm just going to try and focus on someone else's voice. Yeah. Um, I do a similar thing, except I don't listen to other people. I listen to myself. <laughs> sort of, like, when I go to bed, a lot of times I do have insomnia as well and a lot of intrusive thoughts come out at night when you're alone. Um, they come out in the dark um, <laughs> that like I feel like for me a lot of what creates the insomnia is sort of like trying to battle the thoughts trying to resist them mm-hmm. and so what I end up doing is just letting them flow and go into the hypotheticals and so I just let my brain take me wherever it wants to take me and I don't fight it um, and eventually I just like go down that rabbit hole and boom I'm in a dream that's really really weird Mm. um yeah um in terms of cbt i've had a lot of experience with it fucking hate it but like i mean if it works for some people it works for some people so i guess i'll tell you guys about it um cbt stands for cognitive behavior therapy and what it is essentially is every time you have a negative thought your therapist will ask you to write it down on a piece of paper and <laughs> they always tell you to write it down on a fucking piece of paper anyway so they tell you to write it down on a piece of paper because then it's like actualized um and then sort of like try and figure out ways to change that negative thought into a positive thought so every time a negative thought comes into your head they usually go like okay but how can we turn this into a positive moment um <laughs> Laughing right now. So I'm just like imagining some of the intrusive thoughts I have and putting them down on paper and be like, how can we make this positive? I don't think it's possible for half of them. Mm. Um, and going like, oh, like blah blah blah, you're a bad person. And then going like, no, I'm a good person because of these reasons. Um, 
So a lot of it is like the main point of it is to challenge your negative thoughts, challenge your existence in your head, challenge your position over your mind and over your actions and going like, well, you shouldn't have this much control because you're shit. That's basically what you're saying to your intrusive thoughts um, is that like, there are better ways that I can go about this situation and you are not one of them. Um, and sort of just challenging the idea that you need to do it, you know, and going like, well, there are different ways, giving yourself alternative reasons um, or alternative, more positive affirmations. CBT is just basically a fuck ton of affirmations whenever you think of something negative. Um, and it can be helpful for some people, but um, I think it's helpful at the point where like, the intrusive thoughts don't get to the point where they're sort of like, well, you're just always there. Mm. I think at the start, when they start coming in and you're like, oh, this is a bad thought, it's a lot easier at the start of that sort of whole journey and sort of like recognising that within yourself where mm-hmm. you can be like, well, no, this is not the situation and trying to rationalise it with yourself. You're basically rationalising things when you do CBT. And that can be very, very, very hard with OCD. It can be yeah. very, very hard to rationalize because mm-hmm. a lot of times you can rationalize it to yourself all you want, but they're still there. <laughs> I really think it depends on the varying levels of OCD that you have. Mm. And it can sort of vary. Your amount of the amount of intrusive thoughts you have can vary over time. It can vary with the change of environments, like you said earlier, it can change with certain circumstances that you find yourself in. And a lot of it is linked to control. Um, And it can vary per like routine, like your attachment to a certain routine can differ. Um, But yeah, like I think the whole point of CBT as well is to get into that routine of, of like battling your negative intrusive thoughts. Um, but obviously that's a lot of emotional labor that you don't necessarily want to put onto yourself, especially Mm -hmm. when you're going through those compulsions already. Mm -hmm. Um, So try a little bit of everything. See what works. Yeah. Only try exposure therapy if you really want to. (laughs) (laughs) If you're in that place. Oh, we didn't talk about trichotillomania. I was meant to do that whilst Sinead was still here. But um, add Sinead in in post. (laughs) Yeah, but um, I know, uh, do I talk about this? I'll talk about it. Um, But a lot of people with OCD um, can have, like, compulsions that have, like, I guess, like, real physical impacts. Like, some people struggle with trichotillomania, which is, like, um, like compulsive, like, plucking of your facial hair, typically eyebrows and eyelashes. I have, um, like, the skin picking one. I know it has a name. I've forgotten it. But, like, where you pick at, like, I guess, like, blemishes or, like, pick at pimples that aren't even there, they're not real, pick at your scalp and your hairline. And it just happens, like, I'll just start getting into thought. And then I just start picking at my skin and it takes me a minute to notice it. Um, And then I have to be, like, stop doing that. Um, So 90% of my budget these days goes towards pimple patches, so I stop touching myself. Um, That sounded really wrong. Um, (laughs) Are you putting these pimple patches now, (laughs) Bella? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Um, no, but 
yeah, I get you. Like there are preventative barriers that you can put in place. Like a lot of people nail bite. So they put on yeah. nail polish to prevent themselves from biting. I guess the pimple patches are sort of similar. Yeah. Um, for me, I with I like rubbing. Mm-hmm. We both sound like we're doing really sh- weird, questionable things. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I used to this like was exacerbated by my ADHD as well. We love overlaps. We love intersections. Um, my mom told me when I was three, I used to she had to put me in the middle of the bed because I would rub holes through blankets. Um, that's I was three. This is how bad it was. Um, and at the moment, what like I used to do it to my like piglet plushie as well, major holes through the ears, but I love that piglet to bits. And I just have like holes everywhere and things that I like to pinch, um, pinch and rub. So not nipples. <laughs> um, but like I've gotten into bracelets. So I freak out whenever I lose my bracelet. This one time, like I was totally fine and, then I realized I didn't have my bracelet and then I had a full on meltdown um, and we were supposed to go out and my dad, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, cat?" And I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't. And I started hyperventilating and I had a panic attack. Um, but like, like the intrusive thoughts are sort of like always there. Sometimes mine are really reassuring or tra- me trying to reassure myself. Mm. So uh, content warning, heart like self-harmish um I used to like hit my head a lot I did that to just go out or like you keep repeating the same word over and over and over again mm-hmm. I used to try and tell myself like I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay repeatedly um and that can be part of it as well just sort of like there can be intrusive thoughts that are there to try and protect you from certain situations but a lot of the time they just really shit yeah don't know where I was going with that but just really shit and like I trickle make ah, I can't pronounce things but trickle mania yeah um on one side of my face so like this eyebrow and this eye I recently got better at it mostly because instead of plucking with my fingers I just pluck with my tweezers into shape oh yeah so I found I think finding similar alternatives to behavior that you find really anxiety inducing um, or time consuming or energy consuming, whatever, um, yeah. to find something that is similar to you that you go like, this is equivalent. I can justify doing this instead. Hmm. Um, but that doesn't cause as much harm, doesn't make you as distressed after you're done, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So like, instead of blankets, turning to a bracelet to pinch that and like wear holes through that like this bracelet is clearly fucking broken and then <laughs> look at the nubs do you see that i've just like worn through it through it so much and this is my second bracelet as well um oh but like changing some parts of your behavior so that you don't feel guilty afterwards for doing it i think yeah. is really important for your progress as well um like my eyebrows look fucking fantastic and I don't have a lot of hair on my face anymore, but in the right places where it won't be bad mm. if I get caught with it. Yeah. And also, sorry, I just wanted to touch on what you said about like when you lost your bracelet and you like started hyperventilating, having a panic attack. Like 
I guess the effects when I feel like I lose control of something that's like my safety with OCD is like huge. Like I definitely have massive panic attacks when I feel like I've lost that control or that like security with keeping my intrusive thoughts out. Um, I had an example, but it's left my mind now. Um, Damn. Okay. My brain's on X games mode, but um, yeah, like, I don't know. I find it very um, debilitating as well when like you lose that security or something that's like there to kind of keep your mind more, more on track, more focused away from those intrusive thoughts. And like that, that in itself is terrifying because you're like, oh my God, all my intrusive thoughts are going to come back. They're not going to go away. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and yeah, that, that shit's whack and mm, terrifying. Yeah. And yeah, like one of the best strategies I've found is writing it down. Mm. Um, a lot of times it can be really hard to talk to someone about it, but a lot of people with OCD as well, like are super perceptive and want what's best for everyone else like that's one of the reasons why we do our compulsions is because we feel like it'll help everyone else um so writing it down pretending like whoever like pretending that you who've written it down is a different person and sort of like trying to deal with it that way I think has helped me deal with my intrusive thoughts a little bit better just sort of like taking a step back from myself and going like well if you were if I was my own friend what would I do what would I say how would I try and support myself? And would I be this harsh on myself? Mm. And the answer usually is like, no, you wouldn't be this harsh on your friend, you know, mm. because you care about them and you recognize that this is a problem for them, etc. Mm. Yeah. So mm. we definitely recommend in this podcast to seek help if you feel like you have intrusive thoughts, regardless of whether you think you have OCD or not, would recommend seeking therapy for that. Because OCD can develop over time mm-hmm. and it usually starts with some intrusive thoughts that then manifest into the need to do certain routines and actions. So the sooner you can deal with your intrusive thoughts when they come, the easier it's going to be for you in the long run, because you would, by the time, like if it progresses further, at least you've got that mechanism where you have an automatic response to those intrusive thoughts you know, and you've developed them from the start so that you know how to address them every time they come. And it's a lot easier to build that into the routine rather than like just letting it get to the point where you're like, I fucking need help. It is very obvious I need help. Don't wait until it's obvious that you need help. Try and seek help when it's not obvious as well to other people. And I find like writing down everything helps as well because like when you go to therapy a lot of time you're like huh I'm fine um you're not you're not fine you're really not fine um but writing it down helps and then when you get to your appointment and you have this like compulsion to be like no I'm fine no one can know I'm doing shit no one can know anything blah 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 and like everything leaves your mind as well so that you can't think of anything at least you have a fucking list on your phone that tells the person what what's going on and you could just refer to it and go like oh by the way yeah this is what happened since I last saw you this these are all the things because yeah. it's a lot easier to do it contemporaneously which means like immediately after um than it is to recall the event like weeks later hmm. or the instance weeks later yeah 
absolutely and be kind to yourself you're all doing the most um and I just remembered something I was gonna say earlier we'll leave that now but um yeah just yeah look out for yourself um and yeah everything Kat said therapy's great therapy um is my best friend I love therapy um could not recommend her enough (laughs) 10 out of 10 um but yeah find what works for you and like you know yourself if it doesn't work try something new because there's so many different types of therapies so many different therapists that can suit you and help you sorry i had to reply to a message but yeah no um definitely be kind on yourself and like we're so proud of you at whatever point you're at um because just recognizing that these thoughts are intrusive as well can be really really helpful and is a huge step like being in denial is so easy but Mm -hmm. recognizing that and wanting to improve on yourself is such a big step and it's so important yeah yeah I'm so hungry (laughs) go get some food yeah go eat girl gossip girl meme gossip girl meme xoxo gossip girl girl what should we how you end your podcast yeah so this is how we're ending the podcast (laughs) um thank you for having me love you love having you here We love all the shapes of you. Blah, blah. That's the only joke I know how to make because I forgot all the rest of the songs. A-Team, you're one of us. You're part of the A-Team. A-Team? <laughs> yeah. I can't. Bad habits. Bad yeah. habits lead to late. <laughs> Anywho. That's pretty relevant. Um, yeah, bad habits. Um, yeah. Ed Sheeran wrote that about us. <laughs> anyway, um, we should probably go. But yeah. Thanks for coming Bye. on, Bella, on behalf of Thank me tonight. Thank you for me. And if anyone's listening, next week, I think, I actually have no idea what we're talking about, but we might be talking about ADHD, so look out for that. Thank you. See ya. Au revoir.